People with disabilities are often excluded from full participation in church communities. Churches must both consider the theological implications of disability and also become places where people with disabilities lead. Well, hello and welcome to the God Story Podcast. I'm Brent Siddle and I'm joined today by two very special guests on the show, this time from the States. Uh, we have Jody Michelle and Andrea May, who are two of the authors with Andrew Draper of Disabling Leadership, a Practical Theology for the Broken Body of Christ, published by IVP America. The book aims to present a practical theology for disability in the church. Now, Jody is a locally licensed minister at Urban Light Community Church in Muncie, Indiana, and an independent consultant on issues relating to disability. And Andrea is a leader at Urban Light Community Church, where she serves on the church board, chairs the pastor parish committee. She works in special education and advocacy for the disability community, presenting at multiple organizations and universities. Two very distinguished ladies, and they're with me now. Hi to you both. Hello. Hi, Jody. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. You're doing well. Yes, you and I had quite have yes. had quite a chat, and we found out that our the the size of your town and the size of my city or town in New Zealand are about the same. So there we are. Yes, we're all good. That's great. Now, are our ch- can I ask you both? Maybe starting with you, Andrea, are our churches safe places for people with disabilities? Um, overarchingly, I would say no. I also am the parent of uh, three kids with uh, multiple disabilities, but my middle child has some pretty intense support needs. And while my church is safe for her, I would say that there are a lot of churches that probably aren't. Yeah. Um, Jody, do you want to comment? I would agree with Andrea. You would, I would agree. agree with yeah. Yep. All good. Um, right. So, um, um, sorry. Um, maybe hit more with the disabilities of women and people. Many people with disabilities are very uncomfortable in churches. In churches. This time, um, hit more. See us again. Because people see us as an inspiration. Or as objects of pity. Or as objects of pity. Instead of peers. Instead of peers. Yes. Is that how you'd like to be seen? Yes, it is. As pillars. Here. Oh, as peers. Peers. Pardon me. Yes. Um, um. Most of us want to be seen as average human beings. Most of us want to be seen as average human beings. Yeah. Very good. Absolutely. Can I ask you, um, both of you, how have you both experienced disability? Um, Jody, do you want to go first? Yes. I was born with some of I was born with cerebral palsy. And every And because of that I use a power wheelchair. And it affects my peace. Sorry, it affects my peace. And it affects my speech. In case you didn't notice. In case you didn't notice. And um I also have Trouble with 
my vision. And I also have trouble with my vision. Um, the um, um, the I also have depression and anxiety. And complex PTSD. And complex PTSD. Okay. So I have both seen and unseen disabilities. So I have both seen and unseen disabilities. We're well, a wonderful person. I've loved talking <laughs> to you. Now, Andrea, how about you? Um, so all three of my kids um, have different. My oldest daughter has something called neurofibromatosis. My middle daughter has Down syndrome um, and a whole host of other things. She is uh, non-ambulatory for the most part, so she uses a wheelchair as well. And then my son had um, was born with multiple anomalies and in March of this year had a brain tumor removed. Um, he's doing great. but And then I also have autoimmune issues, so I have invisible illnesses as well. Mm. Yes, I have. I do have disabilities in the sense that I have to suffer from depression. Um, yes, I do, Jody. Yes, I'm, I do. I've suffered from depression since I was a teenager. It really seriously affected me when I was a very young boy. And nobody, nobody picked it up until later. But anyway, now, why can I ask you both? Why has bridging the gap between the disability community and the church been so difficult and so slow for you both? Do you want to go first, Jody? Do you mean do you mean urban light? Or in general? Yes. In urban. Um I think it's because it takes effort. To um people with disabilities. To include people with disabilities. And it takes um, more time and more money. And it takes more time and more money. And then and, um, we are taught we have limitations of what everyone And of course we have limitations of what? And time and money. Oh, in times and money, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, and, yeah, sorry, go and, ahead. And I um we are not seen as very important as a community. And we are not seen as very important as a community. We, um, we value people who are productive. We value people who are productive. And and who look a certain way. And many people with disabilities don't fit that mold. And many people with disabilities don't fit that mold. So they, you know, we, we all have trouble um, relating to people who are different. We all have trouble relating to people who are different. And then I would have trouble with, with bridging the gap. And this is why we have trouble with bridging the gap. Yes. You, oh, uh, one more thing. One more thing. Help with this ability. No. When, when, um, when no pitch 
in the moon um people with disabilities don't fit in the mold of what it looks like to be a Christian because many of us God has not chosen to heal us God has not chosen to heal us but he but he's chosen to work through us. That makes able-bodied people uncomfortable. Yeah. Andrea. Um, yeah, I yeah. would, I, similar to what Jody said there at the end, there's this idea of just world theory that a lot of people ascribe to, but they might not call it that where when we see tragedy or what we view as tragedy um, yeah. in the world, we assume that it is something that they've done, something they deserve. Even if we wouldn't say that out loud, even if we'd never say that to them, there's still something like that could never happen to me or I will never experience that. And I feel like this is prominent in the church in the idea that if we have faith, if we do what God has called us to do, these things won't happen to us. But that's not that's not the way it works um that's right yep um and so i think sometimes it's just that the church wants to distance themselves from people who have disabilities because we're looking in the face of an unjust world we live in an unjust world and we have to look that in the face there's also a mm. level of uh discomfort with I, I think particularly my daughter, my middle daughter, who um, uh, makes a lot of noise. She's very loud. And it, if if you're doing church with her, she makes a lot of stimming noises and her noises interrupt. And so you have to be able to deal with messy in church. And if you want your church service to be really slick, um, people with disabilities being in it or being part of it can feel like it messes that up. I was, Jody, did you, did you disagree sorry. with me? I want to just clear something up. Having a disability is not an injustice in itself. Yes, you're correct. Because we are made in the image of God. But the way people treat us is an injustice. Yes, the way people treat us is an injustice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to point, bring out that point. Yeah. 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 Of course, it's a very good point. Yes, we. I think we all have a long way to go, don't we? I want to come back to uh, the image of God idea later on in the interview because that's so important, and also the whole issue of healing too. Because I, I love that part of those parts of of your book. But can I just ask you? You you write, or somebody, some one of you wrote, local churches must be communities in which people with disabilities lead. Now that's very important. Why? Yes, yes you're both nodding your heads. Why is that? Andrea, do you want to start? Sure. Um, when we leave people with disabilities out of leadership, we leave them out of the church when they're not the ones 
we, we are missing part of the body. They give us a clearer image of who God is. They have things to add, but they also, their voice needs to be heard when we're designing churches and bathrooms and elevators and all those sorts of things. Um, because without them, what we end up with is churches that aren't built well, who then say, I don't have money to add that, or that ramp is not something that we want to add right now. Um, they're, they should be at the head of the table in those decisions and they should be, um, Jody preached this last Sunday at church and, um, her voice and what she has to offer is beautiful. She's an incredible minister. And, um, if we just looked and saw her disability, um, we would miss out on her being such an important part of our body. For sure. Amen to that. I agree. Jody. Um, in we need um, people with disabilities to lead the church because we need a better picture of the body of Christ. We need a better picture of the body of Christ. And when we when we are left out, and when we are left out, we are not in. Full of a picture. And we are not getting as full of a picture. Yeah. Also, I agree with Andrea. Able bodied people don't know much about accessibility. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's for sure. You know, you know it on paper. You know it on paper. You can do it. You can check off a checklist. You can check off a checklist. But then they mean that, that um, <laughs> what you do is really practical. That means what you do is really... And they mean what you... What you built is... It doesn't mean what you do is practical. Yeah. And yeah, people with disability know that because we live it every day. People with disabilities know best because we live it every day. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. How are people with disabilities the image of God? I mean, you you mentioned this, and I really love this part of your book, and it's so true. But how are how are people with disabilities the image of God in the same way that every that we are all created in God's image I mean it sounds like such a simple answer but often when we look at people with disabilities we think they're going to be an image of God when their bodies are different when their yeah. minds are different when their mouths work but as they are right now as they were formed as they live in this moment they are the image of God hmm. Jody, um, we are the enemy of God because God says that we are the image of God because God says that. Yeah, yes. and and He has the last word, and He has the last word. <laughs> and the Bible, we do see the some people are in the of God. Come, I'm not 
in the Bible, we don't see that some people are the image of God and some people are not. When we are created. When we are created. We are created. We are created in the image of God. It doesn't matter if we're able to do this or do that. Because we are so much more than what we do. Yes, and uh, some of the uh, the greatest leaders in, in Scripture uh, are people with disabilities. I'm thinking of Moses. Yeah. He seems to have had some uh, a disability with his speech, and the Apostle Paul yeah. certainly had problems with his sight, from what we yeah. can understand. Mm. Yes. Yes. Now, um, another th- part of your book that I absolutely adored was the bit about resurrection, and you make a very good point, a great point about the Lord Jesus and his resurrection body. Can I ask you both, what will our resurrection bodies be like? Um, uh, go ahead, Jody. You can go first. We have no idea. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> and that is okay. And that is okay. Because as humans, we want to know everything. Because as humans, we want to know everything. And we have an idea of what is perfection. And we have an idea of what is perfection. But as we know, we did that word. As we know, when Jesus was raised, he still bore his marks. He still bore his marks. Yeah. So why would we be any different? Um, and heaven, there won't be any more pain. In heaven, there won't be any more pain or hurt. But then mean of That doesn't mean it's an eraser of disability. I mean, you mean honest to be. To be honest, it could be. But it doesn't have to be. But it doesn't have to be. We need to have a different image of God. A bigger, bigger image of God. And we don't know what will happen, but we trust you. And we know that it will be good. We don't know what will happen, but we trust you and we know it will be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful answer. Andrea. Um, so I think that I actually talk about this in the book um, as well. Yeah. yeah. So Jesus, obviously, when he's resurrected, he still has um, the nail pierced hands and feet. He has the spot on his side where they, um, the sword was. And so, yeah, it seems like maybe we could be made perfect with scars, with disabilities. Um, And in particular, I talk about my daughter with Down syndrome, that at some point I did buy into the idea that heaven was just magic and everyone was the same and everything was perfect and there were no wheelchairs and everybody could talk. Um, But as my daughter has grown, she's she just turned 12. um, So much of 
who she is is wrapped up in that extra chromosome along with all the others, that the idea of going to heaven and her not having it is actually really like it grieves me because it's part of who she is. And I think that Mm -hmm. God made her with it. I don't think that it's an imperfection. Yes, I Um, think. uh, Sorry, Jody, carry on. uh, At the same time. Uh, no, I have friends with disabilities. I know I have friends with disabilities. Who cannot wait to be healed. Who cannot wait to be healed. So I don't want to say it's one way or the other way. I don't want to say it's just one way or the other way. For me, I say I'm... I'm with this ability, I'm not, um, it, it, it really needs to be erased. So for me, uh, I don't think that my disability needs to be erased. I may have blown um, that a little, sorry. But, um, I do, I do, I do, I do hope that the people who want to be here, Will be healed. I do hope that the people that want to be healed will be healed. I mean, God is not big enough. It's not enough. That whatever it will be, it will be, it will be good. God is good enough and big enough, and whatever it will be, will be good. Yeah. Yeah. If we are healed or not in, 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 um, the, kingdom of God. If we are healed or not in the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah for sure. Last question. Uh, we're fast running out of time. Uh, how can people with disabilities be brought into leadership in in ministry and in churches, do you both think? Um, sure. I mean, once again, I kind of want to give the simple answer the same way everybody is. Um, we believe them when they say they're called by God to minister, and we ask them to step up and do that. But it's obviously not that simple or we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. I think churches have to figure out how to be open to changing their thoughts on disability and listening to people with disabilities and valuing people with disabilities in order for those changes to start really taking place. Yes, absolutely. Jody. I agree with anywhere we need to help more with this ability as mm-hmm. I agree with Andrea. We need to see people with disabilities as people. And um, and in order to do that, we need to address our Aboriginal. And in order to do that, we need to address our. I didn't catch that. A B L E. Ableism. Ableism. Yes. F. And and. Bring out what do we? What are we uncomfortable among people with disabilities? And find out why are we uncomfortable around people with disabilities? What do we see them as inspirations? Why do we see them as inspirations? Or as objects of pity? Or as objects of pity? Yeah, I'm wondering where are we? Where are we? Less valued. We why are we less valued? Then everybody 
more than able-bodied people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're not less valued by me. I would hope <laughs> so. Th there we go. Bless you both. That's fabulous. Our guests, Jody Michelle and Andrea May of uh, Urban Light Community Church in Muncie in Indiana in the States. Bless you both. Thank you so much. And they are the authors with the authors with Andrew Draper of this new IVP book, this very special book, which I encourage you to get hold of and, and read. Um, but so much good information and it will make you think and open your eyes. It's fabulous. And it's called Disabling Leadership, A Practical Theology for the Broken Body of Christ, for indeed we are all members of a broken body. And thanks to our creative team at Liquid Edge who sponsor this podcast and who take care of things behind the scenes. Jody and Andrea, God bless you both in your ministry. You're doing a fabulous job, both of you. We really hope you've enjoyed this episode of the God Story Podcast. If you want to help us make more great episodes like this one, you can head over to our Patreon page and become a God Story Podcast supporter. You'll receive our undying gratitude, plus a few bonus goodies for your ongoing support. Just visit patreon.com slash godstorypodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash godstorypodcast. As always, you can get in touch with us via our website, godstorypodcast.com.